Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Tuesday, let's go. Feeling better? I'm over it. Are you? Yeah, let's let's move on to the next Jeez. one. So you got the boss to take you out to eat again so you can run up another forty dollar bill and you feel better? It was more like seventy. Okay. Seventy. But I took the whole group with me, so all right. I'm good. Nate, somebody texted me last night and said Nate is the best therapist after an S show of a game. <laughs> Tell that man we say thanks as fans. Grind time. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it. I'm telling you, man. And thank you from your co-host because we didn't have to do much yesterday except (laughs) sit here and watch Nate go. No, man. I I liked it. I liked it, Nate. I I just think that uh, we're we're a better team than we showed. I'm not going to walk the plank yet, you know. (laughs) But, you know, this is a film where Coach Johnson or – Coach Landry, they wouldn't, they, you know, they wouldn't show this, especially from an offensive standpoint with the offensive line. You, wouldn't even you, show it. Huh? Yeah, you're not accomplishing nothing because you got a guy in the room that had a had a horrific game, and I mean, every other play is going to be, you know, regardless of how you try to critique the other guys, mm-hmm. and they're going to say, "Well, right here, yeah, well, right here." <laughs> <laughs> you know, after about five of those, well, right here, the guy may get up and leave out of the room. Oh, man. Yeah, so what would they do? Just move on to the next game? Move on to the next game. I yeah. mean, uh, you show clippings of, hey, this is what we've done right. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are the things we got to work on. Uh, and you move on. Uh, but, you know, today is Fan Tuesday, so. Yeah, call us. You know, call us. Uh, 214-872-2102. 214-872-2102. Did you have, what, do you, can you remember the worst game you ever had as a pro athlete? Uh, I had one bad one. Uh, we won the game. It was I had a bad one in Minnesota, but we won that game. I had a bad one in uh, Foxborough, and we won that game overtime. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just – I ain't never gave up no two sacks. Mm. So one's the most you ever gave up? Yeah, and I ain't never played the left tackle either. Oh. Mm. You know, that, that, that percentage just go up very high when you play left tackle. Yeah. You know. Who lines up over left tackle this week? Not Fletcher Cox, is it? No, nah, I, I, I figured I figured you'd try to move forward from the nightmare. <laughs> uh, you got Vinnie Curry, and you got Brandon Graham, and you got the Derek Bennett, Barnett, who we talked about a lot around here during draft. Mm-hmm. They were out of Tennessee, uh, just a full modal guy, and you got Chris Long. Speaking of Tennessee, you know who was on the sideline pregame in Atlanta? Philip Fulmer. Philip Fulmer. Why was he? A- Former Tennessee. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. Coach. Also, wasn't he a senator? He won a national championship. Wasn't he a senator or something? Oh, no, that's the actor that looks like him. <laughs> Why was he there? In I don't know. Todd, you know, what? Well, Todd Williams went to Tennessee, mm. and Witten went to Tennessee, so I don't know if he was there to see them or if he lives in the area now or what. But Bill Bates. Bill Bates, what went to Tennessee? Didn't he? Or is he just yeah? He got he, yeah. Because remember the great clash between him and Hershey Walker, and Hershey won. <laughs> <laughs> wow! How about them dogs? They got dogged out this past weekend. Ooh. Tigers raked them across the back. Man, there was some mm. good games this weekend in college yeah. football. Did y'all watch the game last night? No, I did not. You watch a little bit of it. Uh, that's what you call a participation game. Mm-hmm. Alabama, I mean, excuse me, Miami showed them participate. <laughs> <laughs> they got their ribbon and they went on home. That's about how society is today. Hey, that, my kid got a participation ribbon. Ooh, great. I tell you what, man, Carolina's, you know, that they're in that wild card mix. If they, you know, the Saints are top Bru- of that, that we, division. They got to play. You don't, don't count, don't, don't count the Panthers out and winning that division. That's when you got to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see what Atlanta do next week and right. the week after that because these teams still got to clash up. Yep. So, what makes you look good at week eight may not make you look good at week 11. Mm-hmm. So, let, just keep an eye on that division because nobody had anybody except Atlanta. 
in that division doing something special. You got three teams in that division doing something real special. Yeah. All of them playing defense. Yeah. All of them. We were talking – I was talking to Taylor at lunch today, Taylor Stern, and she was talking to somebody in Atlanta that works with their organization, and she said, what are, what are the fans like right now? Are they freaking out? And she was, they were like, no, because last year at this time they were in the same – position oh, they, were, really? they were you know five and four or, or four and three or something and then they turned it on and next thing you know hey they're in the super bowl so they're kind of you know everybody here the the sky is falling but you know someone with a similar record is kind of like hey still, still plenty of football left but see uh you know why i was so scared more scared about this game than i was uh the kansas city game just simple numbers would tell you. And we said it yesterday. Offensively, they had three guys that you were scared to death of, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The list is unlimited on their offense. That's why I'm saying in my mind, why in the world Atlanta ain't at least, you know, two or three games over 500, man. I mean, if they played 10 games, I, I would expect them to be sitting at – Seven and whatever, you know. Yeah. It, it, that's just what I felt with their talent. But if the coach, if Coach Quinn, and I'm saying it right, right, Coach Quinn, mm-hmm. if he anything like his his mentor, which sits in Seattle, this is this you're right. This is when they start playing their best ball. It's when they start playing their best ball the second half of the year. Let's go to the phones. We have our first caller, Boss Hog. In North Carolina, what's up, boss? What's happening? What's happening, y'all? Oh, just 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 living a day, man. How you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. Got the day off. I'm listening at y'all. You know what I'm saying? Everything's rosy. Good, good. What's on your mind, man? Man, I got a statement, man. State Taz up. Green, State Taz up. Taz Green. Taz Green. This week, hey, man, he gonna do he gonna do some great things, fellas. Because one thing I know, my daddy always told me, you back a dog in the corner. Sooner or later, he's going to bite. So, I'm not worrying about Chaz Green. I'm not worrying about the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, we're going to go out there this week and do what we supposed to do. All day, straight up. I'm not worried. I, I see the the, 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 the the NFC East, and I see what it looked like now. But week 17, it's going to be one hell of a game in Philadelphia. Thanks for the call, man. What you think, Ain't no Nate? doubt about it. Nate, you you on the same page? That's if Chad's starting this week. Mm. May not be. Chad may not be see the game. I mean, if I agree with the guy. He's not that bad. I nah, mean, no. nah, and that's why that's why I couldn't believe he was out on that island by himself like that. Because this is supposed to be a guy that in another year or two, depending on the situation, he's supposed to be really pressing somebody for a job. So. Yeah, they thought he would be this year at guard, but it hadn't happened. But uh, I, Garrett talked a little bit yesterday about they just he just share that with us, man. Where, where'd your Garrett just, notes at? Oh, share share well, that with us, man. He was just they, they felt he was just slow off the line. Mm-hmm. That was the main thing. And then his technique, like you were talking about yesterday, his technique. Sometimes it was his hands, sometimes his footwork. He's dropping his head. I mean, like, now was I'm guessing at this point it just was mental. He was just fighting for his life trying yeah. to do something. But wow. whether it was the crowd noise or, or what, they just felt he was slow mm. getting going. Yeah, it looked like he couldn't get back fast enough Yeah, in a lot of those plays. <laughs> what, Nate? Call us, 214-872-2102. Couldn't get yeah. back fast enough. Isn't that how you do it when you're offensive you line? Know, you look like one of the dancers. You look like a <laughs> – <laughs> you look like the dancer. That's what made me start laughing. Like he dancing. Let's go back to the phones. The real Anthony in Miami. What's up, Anthony? What's up, Anthony? What's going on, my dude? What's you, up? you. Oh yeah. man, just I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better today. Nate, Nate taught me off the cliff yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to Mexico early. I'm still going to wait till the end of the season. So, what's going on with you? You know what? I, I heard that show yesterday. I listened to it last night at work, and. Um, you know, very informative show, Nate. I see you. You had the enthusiasm, brother, and I'm Mr. Enthusiasm, Nate State. But um, I'm going to have to um, backslide a little bit this week. Slide on, After brother. You can repent. Did. Hurricanes did their thing, you know. Hey, you know, the U is – You're either a cowboy or whoever. The U is Dolphins back. Silly. Huh? The U. <laughs> the U. 
we're back, and I was cautious at first, and now I'm in because I, I see what they're bringing. I, and I tell everybody when that when that defense, when you're our offense still look like it's stuck in mud. You know, you lose your star running back down here. So, you know, we got similar situations with the Cowboys, and that's why, you know, I, I slid because the defense stepped up. So I was like, okay, now I'm talking trash because watching this defense and that turnover chain, you know, it's a, it's a motivation out of this world. Them boys would not allow anything to happen. I'll just go out there and think it up. But the defense won't allow any points, and that's what I think happened this week. You know, I'm not here to – I don't do that brain thing. We all saw what Chaz Green. It's on film. We saw it. But this young man said that he'll bounce – everybody doesn't have that bounce back gene. See, that's the thing. Your technique, I think if he would have been doing more false starts and things like that, he would have been anxious. So I don't think crowd noise and things like that. That's just me. Got to him. He was just, for whatever reason, when I saw that head drop and I, I felt like after the third set, confidence was gone. Um, I don't know about left tackle for him. I think I called in last Friday and I said, what do y'all think about the only worry I have is the left side. I say Cooper and Green together. I think I said that if you go back on the tape. So I'm, I'm feeling that this week. I don't know Byron Bell. He didn't look to be that great to me. So I'm just going to try to have confidence and hope that Garrett and the coach staff or whoever will do some, give him some help. Chill. Uh, all right, my brother. Because, y- yeah. Uh... You know? Thank you, Anthony. Anthony, good, 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 good deal. I remember you saying that last week. Yeah, good, good deal, super deal. But uh, this coaching too, bro. Yeah. I mean, okay, if you if if they feeling like you feeling about Byron Bell now, you, you don't go into this game here with the same scheme. Let me ask you this, Nate, from a a a, a confidence perspective and just trying to you know put this young man back out there again. Would you? Put Byron Bell in, or would you put Chaz back in there with a different different game plan and give him some help on on more of the plays? No, I, I don't what play like do? that. I don't play like that. Mean too much. I put Byron Bell in there. See what and I got? scheme it up and see what see what's happening there. You, that's a dangerous game you're playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you saw, our quarterback wasn't feeling too good after the game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not willing to take that chance again. Not me now. I'm not the coach though. Yeah. You know, I'd rather scheme it up a little bit different with Byron Bell. Then the scheming up a little different with, yeah. with Chaz Green. How long has he been in the league, Kurt? Who's that? Byron Bell. About seven oh, years. He came from where? Carolina? Yeah, he's been right. in the league about seven years. Tennessee. before, But he spent yeah. most of his time in Carolina. But yeah. Do you think that – A lot of people don't know that. Okay. All right. That's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> you think – you know, we talked about last year Chaz started a couple games and looked pretty good, but he had Ronald Leary next to him. How much did that maybe help? Or Cooper's not quite the... – <laughs> He it just turned into a head game. Yeah, it, you know, you you only time will heal that. I, I talked to a couple of guys uh, that play ball that play ball, and uh, and and, it, and it's like they're like, man, I, I hope they don't put him back out there this week. Mm. You know, because even if he get to the fourth quarter and don't give up a sack, but give up one in the fourth quarter. Do you, is it still snowball again? Mm-hmm. But I, you know, just to look at the other side of it, though, don't I, wouldn't you worry that that would shake his confidence even more? Like, man, the coaches just don't trust me anymore. I mean, what's is there something to be said about well, getting, getting him back on that horse uh, and just yeah, getting him back on the horse by sitting him on the bench? In the <laughs> well, <water>. <laughs> I realize at that point, if you, you felt that something. if you felt that way, change your scheme then and yeah. help him in the game and leave him in the game because the game was over in the middle of the third. The game was over. Right. Uh, you know, you can play as hard. See, I, 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 I admire guys that play hard and I admire guys that keep going. That is great. But some, when the game is over, the game is over, you know. And so uh, the game was over, you know. And if you wanted to leave him in there and and, uh, and 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 work a different, put a tight end over there, do whatever you got to do, uh, chip him, chip the uh, guy. That was the time to do it. I, I think. I think now you want to get past this game. You want to get a fresh day. And it's not saying give up on him. It's it's, it's Give him opportunity to recover. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and I ain't trying to be funny. And I played for 13, 14 years. 
I don't even know how I feel to give up no five or six sacks. <laughs> and I don't know how I would feel as a player. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would look back and say, at some point, man, what, when did y'all think I needed some help? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, that's about the only little grievance I would have. You know, fix myself mentally and physically so if it ever become another day where I get back in there, I can show them better than that. Right. You know. Let's go back to the phones. And I can only hope that this is the Rachel. It is. What's uh, up, guys? Rachel in San Diego. Now, wait a minute. Hang on. When Romo left the team, I thought you gave up being a Cowboys fan. What oh, happened? Well, no, no, no. So I, thought I was going to give up being a Cowboys fan if he went to another team. So he's still, he's still a part of the organization. He didn't go to another team. He just went to CBS. So that's, go, that's fine, man. Okay. That's fine. All right. All right. What's going on today? Thank you for calling in. It's been too long. I know, God, I've been really busy. You guys have like shows like every day, so I can't like watch it all the time. But like, what I want to know is like, what's been your guys' favorite broadcast that Romo has done outside the Cowboys one? So he's done twelve broadcasts so far up to like right now. Which one has like been your guys' favorite? I can't even speak to that because I don't get to watch the broadcast. I think I've seen maybe two of them on Thursday night. What is your favorite one? That's the most important yeah. question. Ooh, uh, he, uh, uh, the Oakland one, uh, Thursday night, Oakland. What was it? Oakland versus Denver, I think it was. That was a, that was a really, no, Oakland versus Kansas City Chiefs. Sorry, Oakland versus Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. In Oakland. That was, that was a really good, he had a good call that one. All right. Well, good hearing from you, Rachel. Thanks for calling in. Oh, no problem. Blast from the past. Oh, Rachel. Have you, have you heard any of Tony's games, Nate? Yeah. How do you yeah. think he is as a broadcaster? Oh, man, he makes everybody pick up their game. Yeah, he makes everybody around like the league pick up their game, yeah. Yeah, you know, you see, you see guys doing a little bit more with the telestrator. You see guys uh, showing what they really know. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of times you, you, you are trained to, to, to tell people what you see but keep it at a level where they can understand yeah. what you're talking about. Now they just taking for granted that hey, okay, it's gonna be a blitz and you know, on the left side, da 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 corner, they, they expect that everybody knows that, uh, can see that once he starts talking about it and will understand what is happening. You know, a lot of times even me, like I said, I don't know every coverage, you know, I don't know every defense because the te- the terminology changes, the uh what the wording changes. So, I mean some guys, you know, what I call a four or three or this, that, and the other, they, you know, they'll call it something else altogether because everybody want their little niche now. Yeah. You know. I, I like him, man. He, he, Kurt, have you heard much of him? Not much, no. Yeah. I've bits and pieces. And, I mean, it, it's been impressive, his ability to kind of point things out. Yeah. But, and I I enjoyed him when I did see him or watch the Cowboys broadcast. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy listening. I like to him. the enthusiasm he brings. He, he's got a little bit of John Madden in him where he makes – Boom and pow and weird noises and, you know, he's knowledgeable. And what I really like is a lot of people, you know, when he took that trip to Cancun, you know, he pretty much after that shut the media out. Nobody could see kind of what kind of person he was or the personality he had. And I always, you know, you could see his personality around here and you knew he was a funny guy and he was, you know, really a, a, a good personality. It's good that, you know, people can actually see him being that way now. Eric with a C in North Carolina. What's for lunch? What's up, man? I had Popeye's chicken today. Wait a man. minute. It's Tuesday, brother. What happened? No, no tacos today, man. What? I, I, you know, I'm about tacoed out for a couple weeks. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, it is. It is. I just wanted some Popeye's chicken today, man. Spicy or mild? Huh? Spicy or mild? Oh, I'm a mild guy, man. It just oh. has a better flavor than a spice. Get out! Of what was your sides? I got the uh, I got the, the mashed potatoes with the with the with the with the beef gravy, right? And I got uh, and I got the um, uh, the dirty rice, man. Many, I always say the dirty rice, though. How many biscuits? Oh, I only I gotta eat two. I gotta get the extra biscuit. Okay, pay the extra dollar for the extra biscuit. All right, all right. And, and, and I timed it too, so I knew it was fresh. So it, it was everything. Was good. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I just got a quick comment and a quick question. I don't believe either <laughs> one of those. Nothing you've ever done on the show has been quick. <laughs> I just want to quickly say that I, I'm not gonna give up on these guys. I, I believe what, what Dak said on uh, his presser when he said uh, after our last bad loss, we got better from it, and I believe he's gonna do the same. I believe the coaching staff is gonna do the same. 
So I believe in these guys. I'm not really ready to write boards off or nothing. So, you know, let's just, you know, keep, keep hope alive and it'll get better. And my question, though, is why I, I, the, the, the drop-off when Sean Lee leaves the field, the drop-off in the defense, I mean, what makes what? Why is the drop off so deep? I mean, I know he read and he read. He can read and, and recognize and see stuff. But why can't anybody else behind him, with somebody else giving the field, see it like he can? I know he put in a lot of extra film work and stuff. Are they not doing that, or what's what's the deal? Why? What, what's what's up with that bad drop off? That's my question, man. I'm gonna get out you guys' way. Love y'all, and I'll talk to y'all Friday. All right, thanks, Eric. Nate, what's up with the drop off? You know, I was listening to a guy that I respect on another radio station, and he comes over here a lot and talks to the coaches. And coaches say he's just rare. He's just a rare guy, you know, that that uh, can can make plays, can diagnose. He's just got that ability of size, uh, instinct, and uh, <laughs> it's just sad to me. <laughs> I, you know, pick it up. I, I can't I, – I cannot uh I, I cannot I can't believe that. Yeah. I, I just can't believe that one guy out of half a game, I I mean one one guy two or three games I'm with that, you know, to build up and learn how to you know, hey, they can they don't do this well, but you still have to play as a defensive line. You have to pick it up. Okay, fellas, we got to be a little more conscious of the run. We got we to gotta make sure we keep our game together. We got to pick it up. And I just don't can't believe that somebody somewhere is not going to make the play. You know, but now I can believe what I want, but the reality is that's what it is. Yep. Did you see that stat that Bill Jones tweeted? It's like the, yeah, the it's, last, it's ridiculous. Last twenty three possessions that the team's been on the field without Sean Lee, the opposition opposition has scored nineteen times. Nineteen wow. of the last twenty three times he hadn't been on the field, they've scored. Wow. How would you? How would you? Or what would you do? Say if he can't go this week, I would find the go. best three linebackers, not the guys I want to be the best three linebackers, but the best three linebackers and put out there. Mm-hmm. See that want to and hoping and, and see, it's a thin line. That's why I wanted guys starting from day one, all except Jalen Smith. I didn't want him starting, but everybody else that was healthy and a rookie or a second year guy, I wanted them starting. So by the eighth or ninth game, we would not probably be facing this. But due to the fact that we had injuries, guys not technique sound, now we facing this. Uh. What are your options there? What Damian Wilson, Durant, yeah. Jalen, Wilbur, 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 um, Wilson, Hitchens. The new then guy, they got the uh, new guy, March, March Lillard, Justin March Lillard, Justin March Lillard. You, yo, yo, man, you you can't. You got to scheme it up a little better. Mm-hmm. No matter. See now it, it now these next. You got the Eagles, you got the Chargers, and you got the Redskins. All at home. And this is this this is this is the part where regardless of what anybody thinks, every one of those games is just as big as the last one. Every one of those games is just as big as the next one. Because you have no error. All the wild card teams are bunched up. Separate yourself. That's all you can allow yourself to think at all if you're a player that's thinking about playoffs. Mm-hmm. That's all you can allow yourself is say, okay, the Eagles are the are the biggest thing in the world right now. We got to find a way to win it. Yep. When you look at the Chargers, okay, what you thought two weeks ago or a month ago at the beginning of the season, man, the Chargers are bigger than the Eagles. Yeah, we got to win this. I think you said it yesterday. You're right. It's playoff mode now. Yeah, yeah. So. And most of those teams you're bunched up with at the wild card, most of them have beat you. Heads up. Yeah. You know, they figure they got four losses. They can maybe maybe afford two more at the most. You can't even think that way. I know. Got to win them all. You, you got to go. You got to go, and you got to go. 
See, you lose. I just, I just don't think that the, the Eagles got that better offensive lineman when they lose their starting lineman. I don't think they that much better than us. I mean, this is this is the bottom line. Dez has to step his game up. This ain't about can he do it, will he do it, or should he do it. This is what he has to do. Dez Bryant has to step his game up to the tune of if we throw it to you 12 times, we need nine of those targets. We need it for it to end up with 150 yards. We need two touchdowns. Or we need 170 yards and one touchdown. Or we need 180 yards and no touchdown. But we need a big, explosive game. So now we can loosen up everything. And that starts by us scheming, coaches, offensive line, coordinator, and head coach scheming up a way to make sure that Dak can have a chance to show his abilities. Dak did not have a chance last week to even uh, be a part of the game. And that, that was not right. That was not right in a lot of ways. That was not right. Dak is better, better than what we gave him a chance to be last week. Grind time. Let's go back to the phones. Lance in Philly. How bad do you need the Cowboys to win this week being a Cowboy fan in Philadelphia? Oh, man, uh, great great to talk to you guys. What's up, Nate Newton? How you doing? Um, I'm, I've been a Cowboy fan since the back era. I've been through all of it uh, with you guys. Uh, it's been great. It's tough being up here in Philly. I've been living in Philly for 10 years, uh, originally from Maryland. But these boys are cocky up here. I'm telling you that right now. They're, they're – the, Philly fans and Philly radio have been tuning in. They're overlooking Dallas. They're this Dallas game. The fans are. They're overlooking it already. But anyway, um, we need this win, fellas. Um, it's a must win in my eyes. Uh, it's we we got to go. Uh, we can't we can't afford to lose more than two games down the stretch. I feel. Um, but uh, here's my question to you guys. Um, uh, granted, we got four not only of our best players that are hurt. For arguably for the best players at their positions in the league with Dan Bailey, uh, Tyron Smith, Zeke Elliott, and Sean Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that aside, I get it why we might be struggling a little bit. That aside, I've noticed um, since the Romo era, we lose one guy. Like, let's take the defense, for instance. We lose one guy like Sean Lee, and everything falls apart. Um it, it drives me crazy. Now, last year we uh, we played a few games without Tyron and Dez with Dak, and we won those, and that was great. But I, I don't know. Is there a depth issue going on? Um, you know, it, it's just uh, it's frustrating, you know, as a Cowboy fan. But in Dak we trust. I know that for sure. Yes, sir. Thanks for the call, Lance. Oh, good, good, good observation, Lance. There was a question on DallasCowboys.com today. Did, do they have enough depth? What was the response? Um, they were concerned. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we, we, we shouldn't be, we, we shouldn't be losing at every position though. Mm. You know, we shouldn't be, we should not be losing at every position. We, we, we chose to let our secondary go. So that should be uh, a concern. And that ain't even the biggest concern. Right. We, we, we has the teams that I would name for you, besides having great skill position players, they have offense, they either have above average offense, offensive line, or they have a devastating defense. Lion, lion. You look at, you look at the, you look at the Eagles. Look at the Eagles. Look at uh, you look at uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You look at uh, the Los Angeles Rams this year. They've always had a dominant defense. Now the offensive line just got above average because the coach went out and said, "Hey, we got to get some guys in here that can play." Mm-hmm. Uh, at times, you look at the Steelers, and guess what, fellas? Guess what? Y'all didn't think I was gonna mention this one here. Look at the New England Patriots the last five games. <laughs> they come together? 
company. And now you can be talked about Rahul all you want. Name their defensive line. Can't. See, they went out and spent their money on safeties and corners. Mm-hmm. Our defensive line has to step up. Dez Bryant has to step up. Those two entities there have to step up. Because if Dez is on fire, everybody else gets it. Mm-hmm. Remember how Julio just came in here? Basically, Julio made them two nice catches. Loosened everything up. They loosened everything up because they lost Devontae Freeman. Mm -hmm. He loosened everything up. Now, no, they didn't have – they weren't missing the offensive lineman, but they loosened everything up. So now you can't cover nothing. We we didn't loosen nothing. What what did we loosen up? Nothing. As the game went on, we got tighter, jittery, nervous, anxiety set in. A quarterback like he needed, like he was playing up in Denver, like he needed oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our first break of the day. Rich, hang on. We'll get you whenever we come back. We will be back here shortly on Hanging with the Boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Back and taking your calls, 214-872-2102. Kurt? You must be wearing your Tommy John. What rhymes with calls? I'll let you answer that. <laughs> I do. Like, yeah. like he, yeah, he, he, he is back. Out with yeah, he's I back. do have him on. Look, got your, you know I got mine on too. Come on, it. Hey, don't do don't. I ain't showing them off though. Like yeah, don't do don't do like. <laughs> you want to hear the funny part? You what's sure. that? That's our guy from Rhode Island. Yeah. This is like the little Italy of America. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy John gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour patch that nestles the boys. With over 3 million pairs sold, we put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. There you go. Just you know, I, I, man, and I'm telling you, <clears throat> the call's been pretty nice. You know, cause I, ain't, I ain't cutting nobody off today. I want to I wanna hear at the end where, you're more, where, where you can fix the situation. A lot of guys, great calls. Great calls, guys. And even Miss Rachel, old Rachel, good old, yeah, good old uh, friend of the show from yeah. days gone by. Way back, <clears throat> absolutely. I'm gonna tell you something, Miss Rachel. I gotta say this. I've been debating it. Roger Starback, Troy Aikman, Danny White, Danny Don Meredith. They've all come through here. Tony Romo. They've all all come through here. Phil. Uh, 
I can't even think of my other guy. I played with him a little bit. Steve Pelour. Steve Pelour. You don't ever, <laughs> you don't ever not stop. You stop liking the star, baby. You're going to stop liking the star because of a player. You can't ride. You can't ride in the ship, baby. There you go. Yeah. I Preach, let Nate. You know that. Preach. You either with us or you not. Or you against us. Yeah, not against us. <laughs> you just either with us or not. Not against us. But you got to. And that's what we're losing into society today. Everybody want to. You know, my, my, my kids try. Well, I, I like players. I say, well, when we go to talking football and teams, you shut up and you talk about your player. <laughs> if we don't have. We don't talk about your player. You are not in the conversation. So my kid, I say, and I'm not, and I'm not one of them parents. You, only thing I'm buying in this house is cowboy blue. No, you say your money and buy whatever you want. But if we ain't talking about your player, we don't want to hear your opinion on the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> Chicago Bears. You know what I'm saying? You got to pick a team. You know, my, my, my oldest boy is a Cowboy fan. My youngest boy, he loving it because the Panthers is back rolling. Mm. Oh. Yeah, he loving it. Mm. So I don't even talk about the Panthers. Rich in Jersey. What's up, Rich? Hey, guys. Pleasure talking to you today. You too, man. Um, you know, I, uh, I've been watching every game for a long time, and this team has a lot of heart, a lot of heart. And um, one of the things I was thinking about was, you know, go back to when Emmett was holding out. You guys lost the first two games, and you knew you needed to have him back in. And and that was just one guy. And now we're we're dealing with losing Zeke and Tyrone Smith, Dan Bailey, and Sean Lee. And this team still comes out, you know, scratching and fighting, uh, which I admire. But I was confused on why we didn't put anybody over – on the left side to help um, Green. And then the other thing was, why not give one running back a chance to just stay in there and, and get the rhythm going, and the offensive line gets to know him a little bit. Um, I didn't like what happened with McFadden. One play and out. Um, and it just I know that they couldn't, they couldn't protect the quarterback, but they never moved anybody over there. Yeah, I mean, those are two great points. Thanks for the call, Rich. And and, uh, and and I took the time, and I'm gonna use somebody's famous words. I took the time, and I listened to Coach Jerry's press conference <laughs> yesterday. Uh oh, and uh, and it's this is what I felt is it was ten seven at the half. Am I correct? They thought that, and he said that they thought that by them trying to get the ball out quicker, that that was going to be the fix for, for Green. Okay, I, I'm with that. Mm-hmm. But, I, but, I, but after they came out and kept the ball for six-plus minutes, you know, and then we missed the field. Was it the field goal in the second half? Yeah. yeah. Then we missed the field goal. That, that, that stopped all running the ball. That blew running the ball. So you, you – you know, don't call in saying they should have kept running. That was over. Because in all intents and purposes, it was time to throw the rock. Because they were too far behind. Yeah. So now, so now I agree 100%. You should have been helping him. Because you knew you had to throw the ball. Yeah. You should have been helping him. Here's, here's the one, maybe not the one, but the biggest knock I have on the coaching staff or coaching philosophy is I, I – I like this coaching staff. I like what they what they do behind the scenes. I like what they do, you know, in right. front of the scenes. But eighty percent of the time, eighty percent of the time. One thing <laughs> that I that I don't, you know, that I have a hard time stomaching is that I think this coaching staff is so sold on this is what we do day in and day out. This is the identity of this team. This is who we are. That they get <laughs> stubborn and they like we are going to prove this is what we are, whether it is or not. And I think that's from my point of view, that's what looked like it happened on Sunday. Is we're going to put this guy out there. This is our guy. You know, yep. here's what we're going to do, and then not help him because that's not how. That's not what we're going to do this game. And they get in the game and and 
Yeah. They get stuck on that. And I think that's why it took them so long to pull him out is it's like, this is our guy. And finally, at some point, you just got to go, okay. Help him. Help him. Yeah. Or get him out. They've always right. seemed to – they've gotten criticism for making in-game adjustments. Mm, yeah. I don't know if they've ever – it's always been a problem. Go in with a game plan, and no matter what happens throughout the game, you know, they always talk about the, the game sometimes dictates what you do, but it doesn't seem that way a whole lot with us, does it? What weren't these the? I mean, Jason Garrett was the coach when when Doug Free was having issues at right tackle, and they started swat. They benched him for part of a game. Was it Purnell who was his backup back then? Yeah. Um, it's I don't know. I mean, and I I think back to when Jason was just the offensive coordinator, and they were in all kinds of games those three or four years with Wade. And he did all kinds of different things with the offense, depending on what the game dictated. I, I, I've heard a lot of people say that, and it may be true that that they get into a game plan and they get and they're hesitant to get out of it. But it seems like in the past they have been willing to do, or Jason specifically has been willing to do things you, in the yeah, middle of games. I agree with you. I, I just think you allow this type of game one time. This. this this right here, not this way. The way this happened can never happen again. You talking about not giving a player help? Yeah. Did, 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 now that that uh, uh, from one man to another, you talking about somebody's livelihood. The the way people are looking at him, I'm talking about other players around the league is looking at him is like he a turnstile. Mm-hmm. We don't feel that way around here. We know he's a better player than that. Mm-hmm. And he's proved it before. But are you willing to take this chance this week against a Philadelphia team that got Graham, that got Fletcher Cox, that got this guy, that got that guy, that can bring that heat, Vinnie Curry, that can bring that heat off the end? Do you? This dude was a one-trick pony for, for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He had one – when I saw it the second time, I, 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 I told Brian, I said, Brian, that's just, he can't beat beat him on the same move that he did on the third time. I said he can't beat him no more with this move here. Here the fifth time. Was it one of those cases <laughs> running uh, around him? Was it one of those cases Sunday where, like in boxing or MMA, you just wind up with with the guy that has has your kryptonite, Man. and it just even if it's that one move, it's the one thing you can't deal with, and then it after the first couple of times, it just gets in your head and it. The same thing keeps happening, but you can't. I would like to see them a year from now when it, it, this kid done play against some people and he done got his confidence. I, I, he may get one one sack, maybe one and a half sacks, but it ain't going to be no six. Yeah. It, this. Let me tell you something, man. How many times you let me punch you in the face with my right hand? Probably right. would be with one because okay. I'd be I'd be you not to even do but, it once. one and done. You get what I'm saying, right? I, I got my I got my left hand behind my back and I just keep punching you right in the face with my right. <laughs> How many times are you gonna let me do that? Soon later you gonna like, man, I ain't letting him punch me in the face with my right. I might let him hit me hit him with the left, but yeah. the right ain't getting me again. And then when the did do it in the interview, this pissed me off. He said, "Hey man, I, I'm a speed rush. I ain't nothing else. I got the same move. I mean, he's sitting yeah. on TV saying this." He was around got, the outside every time. Yeah, he said, I'm doing the same thing. And he said, when when, he, when I saw him do that, and he let me do it a second time, I just kept on doing it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on now. It's too slow. Let's go back to the phones. Josh in Florida. What's up, Josh? What's up, man? You kind of took the words out my mouth, man. About the coaching staff, how they so stubborn. They always just try to do one little thing. But you got I'm like, I'm like Nate. You got to throw a little wrinkle in there, you know? You got to switch it up a little bit because if something ain't working, you know, you got to do something else. Now I want to ask a question. What y'all think about the defensive line? Like, why they won't just play man and rush the four, you know, and maybe that'll bring some pressure like that. Instead of trying to blitz all the time. When you blitz and miss a tackle like they were talking about earlier on the break, you miss a tackle, the man going for like 14 yards. We we hear you. Brother, what's your name, man? What's your name? Who all we don't have? Who give me that list? Who all name name call? Give give us our callers, people that don't call in. Boss Hog, Real Anthony, Rachel, Eric, Lance, Rich, and Josh. Man, everybody has called in here and been point on. Even Miss Rachel with her love for Tony. 
it's just been pouring on. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't have a problem with Chad Green. I really think he probably just sat down too long. You know, rush kick in. You know, it's his first time back in the game. Believe me, it, what, it, they beat it off of him, dog. <laughs> yeah, that's all. They put some WD-40 on his knees or something. That's all. I, I, I just I, – I, I, man, I'm sitting there looking at this kid, and I'm saying in my mind, this is third or fourth year. Thanks for the call, Josh. This, this is third or fourth year. He don't deserve this, you know, and uh, – and I'm quite sure the offensive line coach, you know, because they're human and they men too. On one instance, they're saying, do your job. But on the same token, I promise you, offensive line coach and the coordinator saying, man, how could we have helped this kid? How could we? When you, when you look because they looking now, they looking now, uh, Vinnie Curry, uh, Brandon, especially Brandon Graham. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that boy coming off the rock. <laughs> they, they, they looking like, mm. and see, it ain't about us taking our left, our right tackle and putting him at left, left tackle. It ain't about us putting our right guard and putting him at left tackle because now you disjointed for real. Mm. Where's your strength? You got it. You got to have some strength somewhere. So, and our center is just at the center. What has to happen here is Looney, excuse me, not Looney, but Cooper has to clean up his game in his hands, be precise in what you're trying to do, understand that it's maybe third down or the, or the yardage situation, understand that uh, whoever's at the left tackle, which should, to me, just, just Nate, Brian, Byron Bell, should get the next the next man up deal is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. He should be there next. And understand that we're going to have to uh, either, you know, what's called do it all the time, uh, the Cardinals. They'll bring Fitzgerald down, chip the guy, go into his route. They'll bring the tight end, Cross Grism, chip the guy, go into his route. It's ways you can do this thing. Yeah. that's so easy. That, you know, it at least give a guy some confidence. And once a guy get in a rhythm – then you can start leaving him by himself a little bit more. But if you don't even give him a chance to get into a rhythm, yeah. that's why when I played, and I played against Jerome Brown, or uh, I was playing against Reggie White, uh, 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 John Randall, when I was playing against these guys, I, I, I tried to be, for the first two quarters, especially when they say third and six. When I looked at the chain, they said third and six. First of all, I cussed myself for not blocking better so we can be 30 <laughs> short. You know what I'm saying? We needed to be 30 short. <laughs> you know, but now it's third and long. Uh, it's second and seven. Okay, that's a possible passing down. So now I'm saying I can't give up nothing early. I can't give up nothing early. So I'm, I'm perfect. When I said I'm perfect, you know, if you're going to beat me, you're going to beat me all perfect sets. Because that week, I'm just working perfect sets, perfect sets. Mm-hmm. Because who I'm facing is a beast. Now, I'm not saying that Mr. Green didn't feel that way about Claiborne because I didn't even know if Claiborne existed. <laughs> I thought it, when I first heard, I thought it was something about I Claiborne. <laughs> Mo. Yeah, I'm thinking, thinking about Mo. I'm like, Mo rushing and coming off the end or something. But uh, for quarter blitz. But I, now, this is how this kid got to think. In this league of players and coaches and referees, everything is in four-game blocks. And you got to be – if you have a bad habit for four games, you got to try to erase that off film because the players, the coaches, and the refs see it. Mm -hmm. So you got to erase that bad habit. I'd like to think that that – I mean, that was only his 12th career game. He only played four games last year. It was only his third start. He's been injured a lot. Yeah, he's been so injured. I'd like to think he – He's going to learn. He's yeah, I had better. one of the dudes, a dude, uh, during the game, dude said, hey, man, <laughs> I laughed. I, I, y'all forgive me. He said, man, it looked, it looked like something wrong with his um, with his left arm or right arm or something. This is what the dude who texted me. <laughs> and I'm like, in my mind, it don't matter what's wrong with it now. <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> After you get it, wow. <laughs> wow. The reason I'm laughing is – I cannot judge Green because 
I have never given up that amount of sacks, and I've never been to the point where I've lost confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had bad games where I had to go back and check myself and say, whoa, you know, was he that good or was I that bad or a combination of both plays? What was the play situation? What was he probably thinking? It's a lot of things you put into this equation. But, you know, for me to say, hey, man, all he, all he got to do is just just do this. But don't you think he tried all of that? Right. He had 55 plays to try. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take our last break. Aaron, hang on. We know you're there. We'll get to you when we come back. Hang on with the boys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to hanging with the boys. We are back. We're going to go to the phones. Aaron in the colony. What's up, Aaron? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Not much, man. What's going on with you down the street? No, nope. not much, man. Man, I was just wanted to let y'all know, man, y'all got one of the best lineup shows uh, on the Cowboys lineup, man. Y'all, y'all always be bringing it. And, you know, uh, especially yesterday, I was feeling down and I called in and I not called him, but I listened and Nate know, brought you oh, back from Nate. the dead, huh? He did, man. Oh, he did, nine. man. I can always rely on him to bring the real, man. And I appreciate <laughs> that. You know, a lot of those other other stations, they kind of be, you know, real negative and depressing and stuff. So I can always call him. I don't know about you though, Shannon, with your hopscotching you know, with Mexico back and forth. <laughs> and stuff, but. <laughs> but y'all, as a whole, y'all, y'all, y'all be bringing it. So I appreciate that. I just want to let y'all know y'all doing a good job and uh, keep up the good work and. Uh, Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks Aaron. Thanks yeah, for we love. didn't know how we was going to do without Josh. He's our number one receiver, but we seen him recover pretty well. <laughs> yeah, we all right. Yeah. I need to send a shout-out to Jamie. He's listening right now. Over, He's watching us, actually, on the app over in England. Oh, nice. He is. Cool. He, has, cool. he has a question for us. Okay. How frustrated were you with Skandrick when he gave up a first down by allowing the Chiefs player to come inside rather than keeping him near the sideline? Would have probably forced on. a punt. Jamie, I've moved on. <laughs> Jamie, I'm going to tell you something, man. If you if you could have got the show uh, Broadus the other day, man. Broadus say, you know, Skandrick, I love you, but this, this second game you done. He didn't have a good game. When your team, it's called captain, right? He's captain, yeah. Yeah, it's called captain. And a lot, it's a lot of ways you can be a captain. But certain things you have to show you the captain. And making a simple tackle for a stop to get off that field, we needed that in the second half. And he let the tight end just – he just ran. I, I, wow, I say, God, he did scandered. That, that, you could have got us off the field. Right. 
And yeah, that's part of being a captain. You got to actions. To not yeah, words. yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the phones. We could take one more call, and then Nate has a story for us. Well, no, no, don't it go. don't matter, man. Go ahead, and we're gonna call up. We gonna I like no, these no, no. calls. One more call, and then we no, we want to hear story. Time oh, you is trying to get off. No wonder. Oh, one more call. Come on, man. Come Al on. in Philly. What's up, Al? Hey, how y'all doing? You're great, man. How you doing? I'm all right, right. Uh, Kurt, um, by the way, I did finally find a Steve Pelor jersey. So. Did you? Yes, all I did. Right. Um, nice. uh, dreams come true. I uh, just have uh, two <laughs> quick things. Uh, one, um, I and you just took it out of my mouth, but uh, Orlando Skandrick, um, I'm, I've never been a big Skandrick fan because every time he seems, well, every time he doesn't make a play, he's always looking at somewhere else and pointing at somebody else or looking at the sidelines like, it's like, dude, you just got beat on a slant, on an inside slant rat route. Why are you looking at you know, the defense coordinator. And number two, um, I do think there's a positive. Um, I think we've, and I like Jeff Swain a lot. We don't use him a lot. Uh, we don't use him enough. But um, I think we got a good blocking tight end in uh, Jarwin. Um, he was uh, pushing those uh, Falcons down the field. So, um, oh, and one more thing. Uh, do, listen, I like Dak Prescott. Don't get me wrong. I like Dak Prescott. But do you really, Nate, do you think that Dak has the arm strength to really put the game on his shoulder. I mean, can he make two post patterns in a row? Thanks a lot. Hey, partner, you asked us, you asked the honest question. I'm gonna give you an honest answer. Let's let's let him stand up and see could he do it. <laughs> I, you, you know, uh, you 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 have to give him a chance to prove that he's not elite. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Tom Brady was given a chance. Uh, Drew Brees is given a chance. Uh, even when they didn't have very good, well, not Tom, but uh, but Drew, even when he didn't have good teams, you got to give your, your quarterback a chance through good coaching and great formations and players doing their job. This kid did not get a chance. He did not get a chance in the game. And even when he thought he had a chance, he was jittery. You know, he was jittery. He wasn't, you know, he, we wasn't, he wasn't that 6'4 guy. This past game, he was kind of like six feet. He's kind of like six feet. <laughs> what do you think about Jarwin? Did you see enough out of him to have an I, I didn't even notice he was in the game because I only, my eye was glued on one person and one person <laughs> only and sitting with watching what he was – I'm serious. I, I, I was like, I'm looking at one person, one person only. I look at Dak, then I look at the left tackle. I look at Dak, and then I look at the left tackle. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then when the holdings, the inopportune holdings we were getting. Yeah. Drive killers, man. Drive killers, man. Story time. Okay, you're right. No, no, and man, no, no, I'll it's time to go. Another time, man. No, no, no. We want. I'm gonna tell you what, man. We had some great, man. Name that list of great callers, man. Now y'all was a little long winded, but y- your points were so well taken. So I was like, wow, man. They really listen to Shannon. Bo- <laughs> Not me. I let you talk yesterday. Boss Hog, the real Anthony, Rachel, Eric, Lance, Rich, Josh, Aaron, and Al. And yeah, oh, just great, great callers, man. And uh, you know, I don't mind y'all mentioning other guys, you know, other shows and stuff, but uh, hold that to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nate, tell us a story to get us out of here. What story about what? I forgot about what Jerry says about. No, I ain't telling no, you. No, no, come on, Nate. Nah, that, <laughs> something else got to happen. You know, before I tell out. Yes. What? Yes, sir. But you said, hey, do you tease. want me to tell that on Grind the- time, baby. <laughs> hey, Teasing we're just gonna us. we're gonna lay out on you until you tell the story. Hey, hey look at him, man. The, Don't quit trying to make stuff the, up. The Eagles, no, the Eagles, Lance Johnson hurt. Lane Johnson, they right tackle, was hurt. Uh they don't have Jason Peters in there. They got backups Damn. too. You know. Uh, they went out and got Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. So, everybody that's listening, we're just before we leave, I'm going to let you know when we were off the air, Nate started to tell a story, and he goes, Do you want to hear it on the air or off? And we all go on the air, and he goes, teasing Okay. Teasing us, teasing us. And then we get on the air, and he's like, No, no, no. Hey, is Nick no. Foles? Nick Foles. <laughs> See, stop. Backup. I'm just saying, Nick Foles stop. steal a backup for her. All right. Well, Nate will be back you with hear us. What's the funny part? What's the funny part? <laughs> <laughs> Nate will be back with us tomorrow. And then he's gone Thursday and Friday. We got to figure out what the hell we're going to do, Kurt. There's no way me and you can fill an hour. Oh, yes, y'all can. Douglas Power Hour. Hell no, I'm out on that. I'm out on that. 
talking about. If that about. makes any sense But now, if I can, I want to call in. Y'all just pick a time, and I'll just call in for about five minutes. Okay. If I have yeah, time, yeah. I'll call in, man, because, uh, you know, just I, I got to hear Douglas' voice, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I do. I do every day. I talk. Yeah, I, I try I, to talk to him. Oh, love, man, it's going to be awesome. It's love fest. All right, Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank Nate, you, thanks for hey, bringing boy, it. Hey, you good, man. Douglas, thanks for uh, – I winked when I said that. Doing what you do back there. Kent, thanks for pushing all the buttons. We will be back tomorrow on Hanging with the Boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!